This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus. Taylor Stern and Rob Phillips. Welcome everyone to our final show of Talking Cowboys this week before the Cowboys take on the Cardinals on Monday Night Football. Of course, always joined by Brian, Rob, Mickey, myself in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. And we are going to break it down for you one last time before kickoff 7.30 p.m. ESPN. Of course, you can catch Brian on the pregame show. Brian, Rob. Mickey will have some interesting takes. Everyone's excited. So how are you guys doing today? Ready to roll. Pretty good. It's like a Thursday. Yeah. Great great Thursday. Yeah. Great Thursday, man. Coach Garrett has trained you well, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys don't want to huddle in my hotel room on Monday and do Talking Cowboys? Oh, we're actually doing a show. Nate and I are doing a show. You and Nate. Nate and I are doing can a show. Can we call in? You absolutely can call in. That I'll tell you what, the show we're going to call is Two for the Road. Two for the road. I like it. Yeah. So Nate and I are going to do a show from uh, Derek approved that uh, Nate and I will talk from 12 to 1. We'll uh, we'll probably get you guys involved. What time somewhere. is that out there? You're an hour behind, Mickey. Two hours, right? Two hours. You're two hours behind? Did that switch? They are I thought on, it was one. Maybe I think they're on Mountain Standard Time. Okay. Whatever. They don't t- appeal to. So they don't yeah, change they don't to change. Daylight Savings. Is that right? That's correct. Did you look so, at your itinerary? I didn't look at the itinerary, being I don't go on these trips. Well, anymore. I did. I didn't bring it, but I noticed that. Yeah, we were, well, anyway. We yeah. were arriving five minutes after we take off. Yeah, so noon, mm-hmm. noon on Monday. Yeah, that sounds good, because any situation where it involves, you know, all of us in Mickey's room could be scary. Yeah. You know, so oh, we get on conference call. Yeah. Conference call. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're innovative. I like it. Well, let's get to what happened yesterday on on the Wednesday practice. Actually, That's right. It was a Thursday, but of course, it's a weird week with the Monday Night Football game. Skandrick did return, triumphant return to practice. What did you guys see or what did you hear from him? He spoke again in the locker room. He's going to win the good guy award. <laughs> <laughs> he is. It's up for grabs with Brandon Carr no longer around. Yep. Uh, he said no limitations, right? Yeah. He's feeling good? Yeah. Yeah. Give you a shoulder massage yesterday? Ready to go? No. Clarence Hill. Only Clarence this guy I, you know what that, that's a good thing good thing for the cowboys because you need to going to prevent big plays and this is a big play offense when it comes to throwing the football so you know give me the give me the guys that can cover give me the guys that can make plays on the football you know give me guys that won't let these guys run open and, and you know that's the thing with skandrick i think they missed him last week obviously they did you, you got killed you know in some of those intermediate passes and not tackling very well but uh, to have him back on the field i think is a is a big boost for this uh, secondary mm-hmm. i agree i agree and of course now on the same side of the secondary cheeto was present but did not participate can we assume that he will not be playing yep brian gave the oh sign. there it is you guys are listening. there it is it's yeah. official now yeah he gave the sign he's out for this week yeah so you know, we understood that his hamstring injury, they don't want to re-irritate it because it's already been something that's been persisting. Absolutely. So that's unfortunate. But Jordan Lewis, you know, everyone getting in the mix there. You like Jordan Lewis there, Mickey? Wow. I like his spunk. I don't know if I like his inexperience, but, yeah. I mean, he's going to have to play. I'll be interested to see how they how they use him. In this day and age, though, you just throw guys in the deep end of the pool, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, it, Tell it, the guys it, up front to do something. Either they sink or swim. Uh, number 90's doing some stuff. 90's doing plenty. Yeah, but don't you think they know that, too? 
What, do you mean Arizona? At some point, somebody's oh. going to start making a priority of stopping well, him. Well, Arizona's O-line needs to get healthy, too. Well, uh, we'll get to that. It's the left side of their line that's having problems. Yeah. 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 So, Carroll's out. I mean, he came back, I guess, today, but right. he's out. Mm-hmm. Carroll's out. Hitchens doing better, was at least out there mm-hmm. doing his rehab with the team, so he's getting closer. Sooner than later, there. Yeah. Uh, Steven, Steve. Uh, Paya. Paya. Um, they're holding him out, make sure they don't aggravate that knee. Uh, so Jason said he may not practice all week, but it sounded like he'd be ready to play. Monday was the day. So, yeah, so he gets an extra day there, and or actually two days since it's a night game. That's almost like having another day. So, yeah, uh, you know, Lewis, Woods, Skandrick, they Anthony gonna be able Brown. To handle Larry Fitzgerald. Strap it on. J.J. Nelson and – and crew? Well, we'll find out. You know, I, you know, I, I'm okay with this. I, I you know, I, there's a, there's a reason why they let the guys go. They did, and to to bring in new guys. I, I'm okay with this group. I'm okay with the young. I, I'm okay with playing with Brown, and, and I know Scandrick's a veteran. I talked about him, but I'm okay playing with Jordan Lewis. You know, it's a shame that Cheeto's not going to be able to play. I mean, it's it's a shame that he's struggling with that the most, the injury, because you know th- this is a good opportunity for these guys to get out there and play. And I and I, I think it's unfortunate, but I'm okay. I'll, I'll take my lumps with those guys. If there's a little bit of a learning curve there, I don't have a problem with that. I know those kids will play hard, and and we'll see what happens. And at least this week, mean. Anthony Brown will have practiced at left corner. Sure, sure. sure so sure. that's probably you know that's yeah. where he's going to be. Scandrick will be at right. He'll move inside, and Lewis will go to right corner, which yeah. I don't know that he practiced there last week. Not at all. He was you know if he worked, he was in the slot. Um, so. Or in the dime. He was more of a dime player. So at least they're practicing this week where they are playing. Now, Anthony Brown said it doesn't matter to him if he's left or right. Yeah. Okay, fine. That's probably what you're supposed to say. Sure. Uh, But it certainly helps out when you're seeing the looks on the left side. A little bit different than your vision. Right? Brian's Brian's right. I mean, they they drafted these guys for a reason. Yeah. Now, you would have liked them to get some playing time at all in preseason. They didn't get that. But, hey, Jordan Lewis played probably triple the number of snaps he thought he was going to get last week. So that that's beneficial for him. I'm with Mickey, though. If this defensive line can give these young guys in the back end an extra second mm-hmm. to cover, and that's maybe where DeMontre Moore comes in. Maybe he gets a few snaps and he can help out up front. Sure did against the Giants, though. Didn't he you did. feel like, though, that the, the secondary was, was good because you did get a little bit more pressure up front? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, not, and not just Lawrence, too. Yeah. they got after uh, Eli a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. If, if they're going to be a banged-up offensive front and you know, with Arizona and they're going to have problems and they're trying to, miss, they're trying to mix and match their, their, their line, take advantage of that. You know, go out and make some plays. And you know, I, I have confidence in the secondary to cover. I do. I really, this, the combination they have right now, I have confidence in it. Nolan Carroll, you know, I, I was tooting Nolan Carroll's horn, you know, and, but I knew he was a Band-Aid to get one of these other guys ready. And you know, hey, it's it, it, the 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 time is now for that. I mean, Nolan Carroll got hurt, and so go ahead and give these guys a shot. Let them play. Let them let them. If they make mistakes, they make mistakes. Uh, you know, he fell down the other day in coverage on the pivot route, but other than that, I thought that that Lewis was just fine. Wet, like wet field. Their guys were uh, their guys weren't falling like no, our they, guys. They were. were okay. They do they do which cleats to wear. Yeah. 
they knew which cleats I'm not to calling wear. out this equipment staff. They're one of the best in the world. No, I'm joking. Well, he fell. He slipped. There was a couple slips. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't the only. Jeff Heath was one, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah he slipped. Might be the cleats. Might uh, be the cleats. A bad one. Now, Arizona's got some injury problems also. Uh, John Brown still did not practice. He didn't mm-hmm. play last week. Good so receiver. That doesn't look good for them. Uh, DJ Humphreys, their starting left tackle, did not practice. He didn't play last week. John Wetzel will be that guy there. Uh, Mike Wetzel Pretzel. Mike Iopati. How do you say? Iopati. Iopati, mm-hmm. whatever potty. Uh, he has a tricep. He least practiced on a limited basis. They're starting left guard. He didn't play last week. That was Alex Boone, and he was awful. And even J.J. Nelson has a hamstring, and he was limited, and he was the guy taking Brown's place. Right, right. right. So uh, they've got a few injury problems in critical situations, uh, especially on that offensive line. Yep. Take advantage of that if you can. Yeah, that's what we're talking about, DeMarcus Lawrence. Maybe this won't be the week that they finally start figuring him out because they can't. They I'm still taking bodies. him. As your guy? Do we do that today? Oh, that's we it. do. We'll get yep. into we'll I'm going to be like Nate last year. Yeah. You know, he always took the offensive line. I'm taking, taking Lawrence every week. Lawrence every week. All right. So until nice. somebody stops him. So great. We'll get to that in the third segment. And we also have a guest on today in our second segment. Mickey, you want to introduce him? Kent Summers uh, covers the Cardinals for the Arizona Republic, and he's been doing it forever. So he uh, He should have some knowledge about this team and this franchise. Watches them every day. Yep. Well, let's share some knowledge with the fans who are listening. Let's get into some guesses of who these inactives will be. We got into it a little bit yesterday, so there's some that we're pretty sure of, but there's a few that I wrote down that I'm still unsure of and I want to get your guys' opinion on. So as it stands right now, the ones I believe that will be inactive for Monday Night Football are Cooper Rush. No, is he? Yep, unfortunately, Mick. Darren McFadden. Yes. Nolan Carroll, we already knew that. Yes. Cheeto Bay Awuzie. Yes. Anthony Hitchens. Yes. Jonathan Cooper. Yes. And I have to say Noah Brown. Now, mm. that was a harder one for me because of the fact that, you know, he was moved up last week. and Mainly because of – maybe because of Williams, because of Terrence Williams' struggles yeah. with his with his uh, his ankle. It's uh, going to be either a wide receiver or a defensive line. Yeah, do they want to go 8-D lineman or 9 with Moore back? And you would assume Moore would be active in his first game back. Providing Pyag shows up on Monday. And I think he run. will. And it sounds like he can, but if he can't, then it makes the decision easier. Who am I missing on this defensive line that I always think about here? It's your starters are Lawrence – you're going to have Lawrence, Paya, Tyrone Crawford, Crawford, Collins, Collins, Mayowa, Mayowa, uh, Tapper, Tapper, and and Price, right? 92, Price. And you said Taco? I said Taco. That was eight right there, right? And then Demontre Moore. Then Demontre Moore. Mm. And we're assuming he's ready to go, by the way. Mm-hmm. I think Demontre Moore is going to be your left end backing up in this game. That's just my guess. I think that's where I think that I think that's where they want to play him as they and we'll see how they move these guys around. But I think they go with eight, and I, and I, I agree. I, I I'm going to call. I would say that I would say that that Noah Brown is going to be active again this week, and then I'll have to say one of these defensive ends. Which one do you want? And we asked Jason Garrett that question. The walk off, you know, just because a guy got drafted where he got drafted. I mean, it's about you know playing. So you're saying you never know when Marinelli gets mad at Mayo and says, "No, you sit." Yeah, 
Yeah. And we've seen Marinelli do that. You're Which, right. by the way. But is that that's the right attitude to have. No, no. Way. I got Absolutely. no problem yeah. with that. Now, Play the on, best players. That's in what the, I'm saying. In the, in the release, the depth chart, and I don't know if this is getting ahead of the ball game or not, but they've got listed as the other starting defensive end, Tyrone Crawford. Yeah. So I think that's something to keep our eye on. And yeah. He's, I, been, he's been coming in with the second group. Yeah. You're saying it right defensive end. Right is with, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right defensive end. And right. maybe because, I mean, why did he start starting, terrible English, last year? Because they couldn't stop the run. Couldn't stop the run. And so he came in and played while uh, DeMarcus Lawrence was uh, suspended. Right. Remember? And he started, start, he started on the left side. Well, what happened? They didn't stop the run. And maybe they're thinking, okay, if we're having a rotation here, maybe we have him in there on – Base defense, and then if we go to nickel, maybe you bring in somebody that rushes the passer better. Yeah. Set 93, the edge. 90, 93, 99, or 97, one of those guys. But 97. Or DeMontre Moore. Or, mean, or 58. But yeah. he, and Tapper, see, Tapper had been playing behind Lawrence. Right, right. right. Now, if they move Montre Moore there, maybe Tapper's. Yeah, I just have a feeling that, that they, would, they would consider putting Moore on that left side again to play the run. You know, I mean, he could, he's he's got the length and that ability to do that, but he can rush the passer though on that right side. But I, I, I first, I just, I think you're going to see a, a mixed match group of of defensive linemen in this game. Well, I just want to see Demarcus Lawrence with more than thirty snaps. I think that's what is that's what oh, he, they said the, he the had. coach was talking about that though. He felt like that you know he's one of their most productive players. Yeah. so you got to put him out there longer than that. Yeah, he, Price is in. He's active. In your opinion, I think so. Yeah. Okay. That's I do. a good name, though. Yeah. I mean, That's a good name to kind of circle. Well, but around. if you but we're talking about Taco and Tapper and those yeah, guys. but but if you're in a situation where you're kind of worried a little bit about the knee of Ben, well, not Ayo. worried Ayo. of Paya. If you're worried about Stephen Paya and maybe making it through an entire game, that you have to go that route where you have to keep, you know, you have to keep Paya and you have to keep Collins and all those guys. You know, when you get these ends, that you get more back. Could Crawford be a guy who kicks inside, though? He could. At he, times? He very well could, yes. Maybe in sub packages? Yep, very well, he, well we could. We saw that well, in, he in did. camp a little yeah. bit. Yep. He did in the game. Yeah. He yeah. rushed a couple times inside. Yep. But, uh, yeah, Price Price has to be in there. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. The, the Price is right. The Price Ooh. is right. Another headline. You're just coming out with these headlines. you got to stop this. It's Friday. Weekend, what's, though. What, what's happening? Is that the, your foot oh, squeaking right. the chair? It's like we got bats in here or something. It is bat, batty in here. <laughs> what's going to be batty, and I want to get your guys' opinion because you've been there. Arizona home field advantage is strong. A lot of people talked about Denver, you know, kind of giving them that edge. Now the Cowboys are good. Normally, last week was kind of something that we didn't see all of last season, but – how will they be able to handle this on a Monday night? Not even think about it. Not even a story. Tell me what you think. Yeah, this is Arizona's first home game this year, right? Same for the same for the Cowboys road game. They'll have more. There'll be so many Cowboy fans there. True. True. Yeah, yeah but it's oh, not like it used to be though. Yeah, it's not, not like, quite because not quite Sun Devil. Well, the stadium's bigger. Yeah, I mean it's. It, I mean it. I mean when they Sun were Devil, there was unlimited tickets. It I was, guess I yeah, should say it was all blue back then. Yeah, I, I, you know, strange things do happen at that place. Yeah. I mean, or it, it, and I don't think it has it, anything yeah, it, to do it, with home field. It's, it's weird. It's always a weird score. It's a weird outcome. I, There's something happens. I mean, it's one of those strange places. Hunters break their foot after yeah. the quarterback breaks his finger. Yeah. What what Nick say on the blueprint? Stay away from the crazy. Stay away from the crazy. Yeah. Because that's what goes down. I don't disagree. They play an over, a lot of overtime games there, too. Yeah. 
overtime rules in the NFL are absolutely ridiculous. They need to change that. It's a tough explanation. I'll say that. Uh, I think the best thing you can do to take the crowd out of it is be able to run the football and, and control the clock, control the pace of the game, and not get any situations where you got the other team's defensive line teeing off. That's what happened in Denver. I think they've got to be able to take the crowd out of it by using Zeke, bottom line. That's their bread and butter anyway. Yeah, I like, you know, Bruce Arians is a great coach, and he always has good things to say to the media. Yesterday they are asking him about the same, like, well, what did what did what went wrong in Denver for them? He's like, nothing. He's yeah. like, when you stop running the ball yeah. and you're forced to pass when you're down by that much, that's what happens. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not it's a good recipe. It's not a good recipe for Dallas just to have to throw the ball consistently. It's just not it's not their identity. It's not the way they play. It's not the way their offense goes. Because it goes it goes hand in hand with it protecting goes their defense hand. Yeah, too. Absolutely, and, and if they have the inability to to have those ten play drives, five minute drives, then that that hurts their defense. Their defense does get exposed that way, and so. Yeah, the, the, the best defense for this game is their offense. Mm-hmm. That, 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 hey, let me tell you what. I felt like all along we keep talking about Denver. I think Denver's offense won that game. I don't think it was Denver's defense. I think, they, I think Denver took it to Dallas to the point where they made Dallas have to get out of their game plan, and that was to run the football. So I, you know, I, Well, what happened was they couldn't run the football first, and then Denver – you get into a game where you're having to it's throw the ball 50 times. Yeah, it's 28 you, to 10. What are you doing? What are you doing? You can't run. You know, that's what I'm saying. The pressure that Denver put on Dallas in that game to have to keep up was spectacular. Couldn't waste your time. Yep. Troy Aikman had four games that he threw 50 times. Didn't win one Lost of them? Lost every one of yeah. them. Oh, you're stealing my stat. Every one of them. Yeah. But I found read my an, column. I found an extra game, though. No, by the way, no, you didn't. There was a playoff game. No, you, no, you, you didn't. didn't. You didn't. You didn't. I didn't count playoffs. We don't count playoffs. Well, I just did. Okay. It was a '94 okay. NFC title game. Remember when I they do. When they got fell behind and all I had all they had to do was, do throw. was keep throwing, keep throwing playoffs. And he had the NFL's all-time leading rusher in his backfield. Yeah, but when you fall behind 21 to nothing in seven minutes in the first quarter, it was a rough one. You're probably throwing quite yep. a bit. Yep. Man, well, let's take our first break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. When we come back, we will have Kent Summers on the line to give us the lowdown of what to expect in Arizona. We'll be right back. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus, save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes Stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Hey, Cowboys fans. Did you know that over the next few years, more than a million service members will transition from military to civilian life? Veterans face unique challenges when they get out of the military, and Bank of America and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up to help with financial education, career opportunities, and support of military nonprofits and organizations locally in North Texas and across the country. We're proud to support our troops and are deeply grateful for the dedication and sacrifice of our service members and veterans. Bank of America, official bank of the Dallas Cowboys, invites you to join us in our efforts to get involved by tagging game day photos on social media using hashtag TroopThanks, that's hashtag TroopThanks, and by learning more about our commitment to veterans at bankofamerica.com slash military support. Together, 
we can thank our troops in ways that make a real difference. Copyright 2016, Bank of America Corporation. It's bowling night with friends and you're hanging out together. You picked up a spare, but you're craving something better. A thirst froze deep inside, you don't know what to do. You crave a nice little Dr. Pepper and a hero to save you. Grady Brighter. You like the wave of Dr. Pepper when you're craving Dr. Pepper. Grady Brighter. Crave a Dr. Pepper. Nothing else will do. Pick up an ice cold 20 ounce bottle today. Dr. Pepper. The one you crave. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on Cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit Stetson.com slash Cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. This is Talkin' Cowboys. A true cowboy loves his freedom, and Tommy John gives you that feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch that nestles you in fabric <laughs> no. you can barely feel. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. For 20% off your first order, tommyjohn.com forward slash Did that just Cowboys. say nestle? Can you, can you, can Thank you, God I didn't have to read it. Can you read line two again, please? Yes. The you see that feeling the- of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch that nestles you in fabrics you can barely feel. It's uh, right. Hey, they're right, man. Yeah. Tommy John. Uh, Tommy John. Nestles. They, Good nestles. word. They Good sell word. so much more than just underwear. Socks. T-shirts. And t-shirts. T-shirts are my let's, favorite. Yeah. Let's promote that sometime. Don't, don't, yeah, don't, yeah. T- don't change the subject. It's just a nestle it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> if Mickey was reading that right now, I'd be absolutely blushing. Well, we'd, <laughs> we'd be laughing. We would be laughing. Actually, yeah, you, you get and, to read that one, too. Even the word nestle do, don't seem very Just a together. pouch, too. Oh, it's, oh nestle, nestle's in the other liner, too. Wow, yeah. we get it every day. Hey, guess what, though? Who writes this stuff? It's, it's, it's accurate. <laughs> it is. It's fantastic. Hey, we do have an update from our solid, handy-dandy friend, Dave Hellman, from practice. He says Nolan Carroll, Stephen Paya, and Terrence Williams were absent from practice on Friday. Again, this is technically a Thursday practice yeah. for them. Awuzier and Hitchens did do injury rehab. so No Terrence, huh? Does that change your guys' opinion about anything we talked about in the first segment at all? Well, I mean, if Terrence – we don't know this, but if he's – bothered by the ankle this week and maybe maybe he's limited today we'll see that would lend more credence to Noah Brown being up again this week yeah I you know that's uh need to kind of get an idea of if he was one of those guys that was just limping around yesterday I know he tried to practice and all that so we'll, we'll see if we could get a report you know maybe a little bit later on about uh, if in fact he aggravated that because mm-hmm. uh, uh, I, I you know he he did practice let's see if he it was uh, something else happened there though so um, I was going to ask you guys because this has been going around today. W- w- were you happy, not happy with how Zeke handled himself yesterday, answering the questions? Anybody get an opinion? You know, what, taking the blame or, or yeah, by, blame, yeah, just how he answered the question. Um, he said, "There's no excuse for it." That's and apologized, took took responsibility. I'm good with it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, he felt he was genuine. Yeah. I, I don't care if he is Genuine. or not. He said what he needed to say. Let's go play football. Like, that's really, you know. Right. I, you know, I, I thought it was an unfortunate play for him. But then again, I remember the plays afterwards. And, yeah, they weren't running the ball, but the blitz pickup stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. he, he was still playing hard. 
And it wasn't like he, yeah. you know, he, he admitted it and it's, it's tough. You know, he was frustrated. I, you know, I don't blame him for that. I'm sure there were a lot of guys that were frustrated uh, watching that and being a part of that. But uh, that was his yeah. worst yeah, I, game in his entire career. Yeah. 51, it, it, it 51 yards in the opener against the Giants last year. Right. Was the worst. That he never rushed for just 51 yards when he took over as a starter at Ohio State either. Well, they played Michigan State one yeah, year. Yeah, that was a one and they, had a, they had a loss at Michigan State. 17-14. Yeah, Michigan State had a backup quarterback that day. You really, really need to read year. my column. You uh, really need to read my year. column. It was Yuri. Yuri was drafted. Yuri came out. Yeah, I remember watching the game. And, and he, after the game, he basically called out the – He said, play Oh, I remember yeah, that run, they didn't you know, give him the ball. He, yeah, if you go, if you How run, many if, carries did he have? I think it was 12 for like 33 yards. Yeah. Pretty bad day. For, yeah. Yeah. And, and Michigan State won the game with a backup quarterback. He's so, not used to yeah. struggling well, and like I said, on, on an individual worst, or personal level. This and was the worst game in his entire life. He, yeah. he was overly frustrated, bottom line. It's been a hard year for the guy. Yeah. It's a yeah. hard year. Now, I did like what he said, you know, not necessarily about the lack of effort, but they were talking about, well, how are you and Dak going to bounce back? And he goes, we don't play for you guys yeah we play for ourselves actually it was a great answer yeah and I thought it, I thought that was one of the better things he said yesterday that kind of went under the radar because of course people want to focus on the lack of effort one but when he was talking about it and Mickey you know he's standing right there and he's talking about we don't play for the media we don't play for you guys we play for ourselves we play for the team we don't play for the talking heads the talking heads <laughs> To answer Mickey's question, like I think he's genuine about it, but I don't think he was going to stand up there and take 15 straight questions about, "Are you sorry? Are you sorry? Or did you quit? Did you?" Quit? Well, we always he loved, said what he needed to say, and then you and then he moved. We love the mindset question. We always love because the, you can't get yeah. it. concrete. How's the, how's the mindset of the team? You know, and I, I hate that question. And we a, we ask it way too much. I wonder if he was mad that they didn't throw him. The, Dak didn't throw him the ball on the first interception because he was in the pass route. Yeah. Maybe he said, "Hey, I was open. What are yeah. you doing? What are you doing around over, over the there?" Ball. Yep. We'll see. He'll get. Yeah. I, I like I say, this is one of those deals where it's it's not motivation because he plays because he's a professional running back. He's a competitor. He's a competitor, through, through. absolutely. I mean, and, and if you didn't, like I say, just watch the all twenty-two and and see him blitz protect. That's all you have to know because the the pass to Witten was all him. If he doesn't pick that guy up, Dak Prescott's getting hit right in the back of the head. And a, or right in the face, actually, and, you know, that's it. See, and what happened was two plays clouded 64 plays or however many It happens plays. a lot. It, it happens. Know, it's like now it's effort. So effort means the whole game. Right. Like after it was 21 to 10, he quit, yeah. which wasn't the case. No, he didn't. It was two plays. He had bad plays. That's yeah, right. and, you know, I know we talked the other day about what Joe Thomas said and kind of saying, hey, you need to learn how to lose – of course, you don't need to learn how to lose, but you need to learn how to still compete, even when you you got mud on your face and yeah. you're you know embarrassed out there, and you have to pick yourself back up. I mean, I remember during the four and twelve season two years ago, a lot of people gave a lot of credit to this team because they were in most of those games. I'm in a lot of games. Yep, they were hanging into those games. So you know that I think you're right. Everyone loves the mindset question. Oh sure, we love to try and get in the minds of these players, and it it's and, and you really can't. You know, they, they they know what it means to them. You know, that's, until, until you've been in that locker room and put on a uniform, you don't know that. that that's that's one of the questions in my book, the, yeah. the book of questions. Yeah. What book? There's a book out there because everybody asks the same questions. Yeah. That always comes up after a loss. How's you've, your mindset? You've never asked that question? I don't think I've ever asked, how's your okay. mindset? All right. I'll guarantee you that. That's a, that's a terrible question to begin with. Mm-hmm. It's it's an awful question, and and you should you know, and, and we should be better than that. 
we, I, I see why players get frustrated with us. I, I really do. Because we ask some stupid questions. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of see, well, it's hard to say that because then Garrett's mantra for the team is focus. And yeah. that's a mindset. Sure. You know, so yeah. it's a little bit different there, obviously. That's, but that's and it's that's actually Bill Belichick's book because he was the first one that brought that up. Yeah. The book of questions. Yeah. Where he said at that the they Super had. Bowl, somebody asked him some just inane question at the Super Bowl, and he looked out and said, do you guys have this book and it has questions in it, and these are the ones you're supposed to ask at yeah. this particular time? Yeah, but you kind of hate all questions. No, I, I mean, don't you, hate Yeah, all you were questions. bagging on the I altitude like question, question last week, which is a Did fair it, question. Was it a matter? It's a fair question wasn't to ask. It matter? Well, it's Did a it matter. Nate said that it – wasn't he telling you, Broadus, that it, he saw a few plays that he was yeah. – he said you could blame on altitude. Sure. Who's that? Nate. Yeah, who played. Oh. <laughs> Did, but did it matter in the game? No, they got their ass kicked. Thank you. And an altitude had nothing to do Pretty with Pretty much. It, that's that, that's kind of how I, I looked at it. I mean, I, you know, altitude or not, I, I just felt like, though, that, that Denver was a better team. They had, they, that, There's no that, question that, about that. That. Day, yeah. that day they controlled the offensive and defensive lines. They ran the football better. The quarterback was more efficient throwing the football. The receivers did a better job getting open. Their coaching staff put together a pretty good game plan. I would say that's a pretty good – Pretty good analogy of really what happened. The other Is there day. anything with the desert air that might affect this game? Dry skin. Dry. Dry skin. You <laughs> okay. know we're no. going to need to make sure that they're all they're all ready to go. And they brought their moisturizers. Well, let's ask Kent Summers. <laughs> Kent Summers is joining us now from Arizona. Mickey, thanks for getting him on. Kent, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing great. Well, my panel here, of course, Mickey Spagnola, Rob Phillips, and Brian Broadus, have a few questions for you. So if you don't mind. Am I no, on to no, something? Not at all. Ken, am I on to something about that desert air? Kind of affects the game? <laughs> I heard you guys talking about that, and I'm, I'm looking at my own skin, and it's extremely dry. <laughs> See? So, I know. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't use my, my hydrating lotion this morning or last night. So, And, and who knows? The, the roof will probably be closed anyway, so I don't know if that matters. All right. Well, that's good. So, uh the Cardinals' offensive line had some injury problems that, that game against the Colts. Guys were missing. What's it look like going into uh, Monday night's game? Well, it looks like they might get uh, left guard Mike Upati back. He missed that game with a tricep injury that dates back to training camp. But the thing is, the guy who... Did we lose him? Oh, oh, we just lost him. Heard a click. Want we'll to get Kent back on. Yeah. Was like Kent, so... talking to Kent. Kent, you want to stand in for Kent? No. <laughs> Kent, tell us about the Cardinals. I don't know a lot about the Cardinals. <laughs> I know that there's dry air, though, so I, could, I would have had that opinion. All the dry air. As we wait for him to come back onto the line, of course, great guy. I'm sure he'll call back soon. I got a little game for you guys. All right. Yeah. So much fun. I love playing games. I thought when I heard that click that we just went off the air. Yeah. We're used to that. Yeah. <laughs> We're, they're going to pull the plug on us eventually. But until then, until let's then, a, let's play a game. Let's play a game, and I'll start with you, Brian. Okay, you, you're good with these games. I so love games. Show them how to do it. Yeah. And this game is called "What If I Told You." Okay. A little spin on the ESPN 30 for 30. Right. Okay. Like it. Fill in the blank type things. What if I told you blank has his best game against the Arizona Cardinals so far in the 2017 season? Blank has his best game in the. I, I think to me. I'm going to say I'm going to say Lyle Collins Ooh. has his best game, and and I, I think that every week he's getting a little bit more comfortable playing 
at that tackle spot. And mm-hmm. he's going to – It's there's going to be some difficult, you know, with Chandler Jones out there and then what he's going to have to deal with with Marcus Golden as well, yeah. you know, rushing. I think, though, that, that he, he's, been, he's, he's improving to the point where he's becoming more comfortable. And I think that's really – what you want to see from him every week, just get a little better. Was it rough at the end of that game? I think the game was out of hand. Yes, it was a little rough, but overall going against these two guys, I think we're going to see his best game of the season against these guys. Mm, I like it. I like it. Do you guys have some filling answers there? What you got Rob? I'm still looking. Go ahead. Well, I got Ezekiel Elliott because he only has to rush for 105 yards. So it'd be his best game of the season. Woo. There you go. Rough. You want to hold yours, Rob? Keep the fans anticipating. Sure. Because we got Kent Summers right. back on the line. Kent, so sorry we got disconnected. No, no problem. So we we heard the answer on uh, the offensive line. I uh, I can't say it. You potty. Oh, but you, you were getting ready to say somebody else. <laughs> yeah, they'll still be they'll still be missing their left tackle, DJ Humphreys. They they've got a backup. John West will be starting there, but. He played pretty well last week. The, the bigger concern were the health. Oh, Kent. Wow. Tiger. Kent, what's wrong with our phones? Tiger. Sometimes reception happens, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's that desert air, man. It's tough See? Out there. Dries yeah. out the phone. Not, en- not enough moisture. All right, Rob, well, you were telling us. Who's going to have the <laughs> best game? I'll go with Malik Collins. He did get credited with a half sack after the fact from the Giants game, took away from Demarcus Lawrence, who's now second in the NFL in sacks, by the way. I think Collins, though, with this matchup, and we we were just getting with Kent Summers about the the offensive line for Arizona struggling a little bit. I think this is a matchup that could be favorable for the interior of this Cowboys defensive line. And Collins, to me, was the most impressive defensive lineman in preseason. I think he's got a chance to break out this year. Mm -hmm. This might be a matchup for him to get involved, get up the field, penetrate, get into the backfield, and make some plays. I liked what Mickey was saying because he kind of stated the obvious. Zeke just has to have one big game right now, kind of get back on track, and I kind of feel the same way about Dez Bryant. I think that we've seen Dez go up against two strong corners, and he's going to have another one Mm -hmm. this week in Patrick Peterson. But I think at least he – might win more of these matchups than he has in the past two weeks. Granted, the Janoris Jenkins game, a little bit different. His play, different things there. And, you know, Terrence being out, what you had to do throughout that game. I think Dez kind of rebounds this game. I'll tell you, it's going to be a tough matchup it's for a him. T- it's a it, hard one. And I felt between, you know, him and all these different guys, I'd like to see Dez do that because, you know, I don't like the fact that people are questioning, is he a top 10 receiver? Is he this? We may see him at least more in the red zone. Yeah, this is the, this is you got to get to the red zone first. It's Hopefully, the, the hopeful there. Well, that's where Zeke drives you down. Yeah, there. that drives you down there. That, I, I think that you know, but you can't not try and and play in this game. And we, we, you know, you can't. You, you got to go at Patrick Peterson. Yeah. You you can't just sit there and say, okay, you know. But I think you're going to see them do some things with Dez. You know, and we've said this before, move him around, you know, put him in the slot, whatever you have to do to free him up. Peterson's going to travel with him wherever he goes. But like I say, if you can move him around, if you can buy him a little separation, because Peterson can close the gap in a hurry. That's something that he is outstanding. Any type of separation, he can close it. So you got to make sure he wins quick. Get him the ball and then let him do what he does best, and that's run with the football. Yeah, you don't want to be reckless with it and force the no. ball to Dez, but at the same time, you got to look at okay, Peterson's their guy. Well, Dez is our guy. I mean, right. you can't just take Dez and just say, well, we'll, we'll see you next Sorry, week. Sorry, yeah, yeah, you got this matchup. Yeah. 
because he he does have the ability more than anybody on that offense to to break a big play. He does, and you know we saw this in the comparison between the 2015 and the 2016 season. 2015 against Josh Norman, he could do nothing. Josh Norman calls him out for how much money he's making. You know, there kind of creates this little rivalry. 2016, when Josh Norman is playing for the Redskins, there's a little bit of a different matchup. Obviously, different play, different defensive schemes, and what they like to do during a game, but. Des can do it in yeah, it, yeah, but he needs to, you know. And, and for, that's and what for, I'm saying. For his, I want him to. Yeah, and for his sake, and, and Des has, has accepted the fact that this is a running football team first. We've talked about that a bunch, but you know, when those opportunities, and I, I think Rob brought up a really good point. When you force the ball to Des, it looks bad on two levels, in my opinion. It looks bad because Dak Prescott has had to make some tough throws. I mean, you know, the the accuracy, there's been some problems there. He's missed him. He missed him open in the Giants game that one time. You know, so we've seen it, it looks a lot worse. And I, and I, I think that, that when, they, when they can get on the same page, I, the, the one game that comes to mind for me was the Washington game last year in, in, at, at FedEx Field. When, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't Josh Norman, but they – but the slants, the ends, that they get Bryant going. There's some accurate passes. I'm always one of those guys that if you're going to throw it to him, get him going early and let him have some success, and then the game kind of comes to him a little bit. Yeah. It's when it's it when it's a miss, a miss, a 12 yard gain, a miss, a miss, a miss. You know, a, a, a back shoulder touchdown. You know, that, there's no consistency. I think that's what we want from Des Bryant. We want a more consistent player, and but it, but he's only as good as the quarterback throwing him the football. Mm-hmm. If Dak is struggling throwing the ball, if his accuracy is bad, then it, then we kind of tend to pile on Des a little bit about that. Well, he's not getting open. He's not doing this and that. But he, you know, for him, I think he needs to have one of those games where it's eight catches, 107 yards, a touchdown. That kind of where he, he feels like that, okay, I'm part of what's going on here right now. And you, I'm getting it, rolling. Yeah. Get a good point. Get, get him going early. I think in that Redskins game, he had two or three catches on the early. first drive. Yeah, you early. Know, and get, build some confidence. But he did in this game until he dropped that ball for the interception. If you go back, and, and I was just doing it, look at the play-by-play. Dak missed him twice. Right. One time the ball got batted. I'm sure he got credited for a target because it sure fell he did. two yards from his feet. Sure. Until he dropped that pass, he wasn't having a bad game. And that drop pass happened uh, midway through the third quarter. Mm-hmm. So the fourth quarter, now you're desperate and you're just flinging the ball down the field. Yeah. There was one, remember the one? Did you feel like that in the Giants game, though, what I was kind of talking about? That yeah, it was I a, understood that. that I mean, and, and I'm but just I was saying, talking I'm, about this game where everybody right. said they took him out, and they really didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, but the thing about Dez and what we, we, we've seen is, though, when he's matched up against that elite corner, there hasn't been the, the, the huge success. Is, am I right about that? Well, he had seven catches. If He, he should have had eight. Right. He doesn't drop the one. What was right? his yard total? What well, was if he caught that one, it would have been about I'm just, 70. I'm, I'm not trying to. Yeah, I'm I know. Try, I'm, I know. Just try, I'm trying it to say. It wasn't for a lot of yards. But again, what what were they doing after they went up 35 to 10? They were not going to get beat. No, beat. they weren't. But I'm just saying, okay, let's just all right, take this game out of it. But what about when he plays against the elite corner? Do we, do we see an elite wide receiver playing against elite corners and having success? 
I love Des Bryant. Don't get me wrong. I, 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 I I'm not piling on. I mean, he is one of my favorite guys to ever I would cover. have to see numbers to prove that because there's a perception that that's what happens. Like what happened last year at the end of the season. Well, he pointed out week one. No, I said last year. Okay, last year. Week one was week one this year. Well, this I just, year is this to year. Me, to me. Was Janoris Jenkins there last year? Yeah. Yeah. He was. Okay. He played him twice. Yeah. Two catches, I believe, for the both games. Okay. I'm just saying, it. you know, when it, 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 it's it, – you're asking him to be an elite player. You know, that's what you're really asking Des Bryant to do. You want him to be an elite player. You know, you're paying him like and, – and I hate to I, – I, I, I'm, I'm cringing now saying that because I, 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 I accuse the fans of saying, oh, he, they know he makes $17 million – and they're not, and they're not going to give you know just because of that. It's like, well, he should be doing this. I'm just saying that 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 Des Bryant to me, you know, he needs to make more plays for this he's, offense. He's he so needs important. to he needs to be as important as Ezekiel Elliott is to run in the game. They need him to get open. They need him to make plays. If, if it's seven catches for 59 yards or whatever it is. You know, how about seven catches for a hundred and ten and a touchdown? Just you know, and, he, and he's not going to have a hundred yards every game, but there, there's this times where you just go, gosh, if he would just make this play, if he just, if they could get him the ball now. Did that he, happen in the Green Bay game, a playoff game? Mm-hmm. He had like what eight catches for a hundred and some yards. Yeah, there you made, go. He made the Pro Bowl. See, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That, to me, though, but that's, but okay, for for what. For what he is, no. Ex- for what he gets paid, that's what you're saying. No, 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 no. For what he is, for what he is, do you get everything out of him that you need? No, because sometimes he doesn't run good routes. That's what happened on the second interception. He didn't run a good route into right. the end zone. Dak's throwing him a stop, and he kept going, and the, the guy was able to undercut it. Right. He gets himself in trouble when he doesn't run good routes. And I'll agree with you. There was a couple times in that game he didn't run good routes, and it led to problems. Can't drop the slant. I right. absolutely agree with you. Yeah, but there's never been a perfect wide receiver out. No, there. there's not. But 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 we ex- do we expect too much from him then? I just think what happens is you see the numbers, sixteen targets, and now it looks bad because he only had seven catches. Were they 16 quality targets? Not all of them. No, not all of them. There were a couple throwing throwaways there. Yeah. That, that get counted. And, and but I'm it, talking about the receptions. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, yeah, other than the 50-50 balls, other than the 50-50 balls, do you feel like that? Now, if you want to say he's not getting open, okay, fine. Maybe he didn't run good routes and, and, and they went somewhere else with the ball. He got covered. I don't know. Do you get open every time you go out? I'm, I never played wide receiver. No. I'm just I, I think he's such a vital part of what this team does and I and I that that's that's my concern when you're trying to figure out why 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 are they not doing this or why are they not doing that mm-hmm. you know they rely on him well they really really do yeah. maybe maybe they rely on him too much I don't know if it's too much but it is so important what he does because then all of a sudden this thing kind of it, it moves. Yeah, it, it gets it it, it. it. You don't. You don't have them creeping up against Zeke. No question about it. If he's yeah. if he's got those plays on the outside that he's making. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to take our final break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. We'll be right back, and we got some Rob's poll. We got some Rankum, and we got some fiery conversation coming right up. 
To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See below for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. This is Talking Cowboys. Hey everybody! It's Friday night, and you what know what a Papa John's read. That, that means <laughs> it means Papa John's <laughs> there you go. Pizza time. You know why it tastes so great? Why does that taste? The ingredients: the veggies, never frozen. Pepperoni, 100% pork and beef. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's. There it is. I wish I could eat some Papa John's. There it is. And before we continue playing more of this awesome game that started such an awesome topic. <laughs> Uh, well, we got Mickey out of the room. Yeah, Mickey is not present because he's grabbing something from his desk. He, he said he assured us it would be hilarious, so cue the laughter. There he anyway, is. He back. So, let's what's your, get to what's your next? You got your, oh, the poll, the poll, the poll, the poll. Let's go to the poll. Let's make uh, that Witten poll really fired everybody up, one guy in particular yesterday. So, let's he's stick to Hiding the, something in his back. Well, you got Jordan props? terrifies me. Go ahead. Do your poll. All right. I'll catch my breath. He ran. Let's I had my morning work breathing. It's kind of creepy over there. Let's <laughs> okay, let's get to the matchup here. Arizona, Dallas. Which key matchup do the Cowboys have to win in order to, as I'm trying to load this thing, to win the game? Mm. What are our four choices? There are four key players, I believe from memory, Carson Palmer, um, Larry Fitzgerald, Patrick Peterson, or Chandler Jones. Which one do the Cowboys have to come out on top of matchup-wise to win this game? Well, Dez has to beat Peterson. Okay. No, I'm being facetious. <laughs> come on. I hope he does. I'd like to see Dez have a And Chandler game. Jones, we're thinking Tyron Smith-type Dak. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm going to go with the, the Chandler Jones one. I, that was one of my my guy all along. I, I don't think you could – you know, the, the thing with Dak, he can't – the pressure and stuff like that. Give, give him a clean pocket. Let him make those throws. Chandler Jones can disrupt that. I, I think that's an important one. I'm with you, but the number one vote was for Patrick Peterson. Yeah, there you go. 43% followed by Carson Palmer at 30%. There you Obviously, go. They got if they have confidence in Dez, that's good. You know? I, I mean, I, 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 hope that that's, I hope that's the case. What I was hope the other one? Carson Palmer versus Palmer, secondary. Peterson, Fitzgerald. Chandler, Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald was the last. 
ranked. And he's not the leading receiver on this football team right now, but obviously he's important. Well, but this, he's the one guy that can kill you when it, if it's a tight game and in all sense making oh, sure. third downs. Yep. This you know. plays right open. into my yeah. uh, my question here. Mickey. Well, how did you – who won the – I'm sorry, who won the poll? I mean, who, who – which Peterson. one? Said, Peterson won it over. Okay, thank you very Palmer much. Palmer second. I'm, I'll need to listen better. My bad. What if I told you blank would be the Cowboys' biggest challenge? It can be an undercover guy like your guy Marcus Golden. Yeah. Lael Collins has to step up. Yeah. Is that what you want? Because he could cause a problem. He could cause some problems, too. Yeah. I'll go with Marcus Golden. Stay with him. I'm going to go with Honey Badger. Ooh. Honey Badger don't care. I'll go with the guy I mentioned the other day, Hassan Reddick. Rookie, but a guy who can go sideline to sideline, fast, productive linebacker. Ooh, and, and, and Kent's, and Kent's, and Kent's scouting report, he said that Reddick needs to play better than he did against the Colts. Uh, I tell you what, though, I thought he, Gabe, I thought he played pretty well last week, though, in the game in, in the in the uh, when I the the Detroit game. He gave up some catches against the Colts yeah. last week, but he was all over the field against Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Detroit was the game where I, I, to me, like I say, if you don't get a hat on him, he will find a way to make a tackle. Mm-hmm. He'll, he's a finisher. I, that that I have seen. That you have seen. All right, Rob. What if I told you blank? will be on everyone's radar after Monday night. Wow. So kind of an undercover guy. Maybe he's had some few splashes here and there. But as of right now, he's not the Demarcus Lawrence of the topics. Offense or defense? Offense or defense. How about special teams? Ryan Switzer in the return game. Woo! I like it. Maybe this third game is the week he busts loose with a punt return that might get this offense some favorable field position for a drive. I'm going to go with uh, Xavier Woods. I think Xavier Woods is going to have a hand in this game. And, you know, maybe in the, as a rotational player at safety, I think we're going to see more of that. I, I think that if they, if they have to play some, uh, some dime stuff, he's going to be that dime slot player that, mm-hmm. that Awuzie was doing. So, uh, you know, let's see, if the, let's see if the Cardinals try and take advantage of him. They, they like to run the multiple wide receiver packages and stuff. And uh, by the end of the night, I think people will be talking about Xavier Woods in a positive light. Beautiful. I'm going with Anthony Brown. I like it. Watch out for him. No one, no one remembers him. Yeah. It's always Skandrick and the rookies. Right. Keep an eye on Anthony Brown. Could you say either Jeff Swaim or James Hanna? You know what? Not a bad, you know, not a bad thing at all. Because they're going to have to, they're going to have to get in that twelve personnel group and run the football. And if if they have success on the edge, this is one of those games where I think the aggressiveness of the Arizona defense how how fast they flow to the ball and get to the ball where you see some misdirection stuff maybe you do see a James Hannon maybe they, they run the waggle the boots the things like that where they fake it going one way and then coming back the other way that's where your tight ends are going to come into play but at point of attack if they're running the football on the edge it's because of Witt and Hannah and potentially Swaim as a move guy I also maybe keep an eye on, on this too and I don't know if they'll do it or not but maybe if you go back to trying to run the football as you think about would you put Keith Smith in the game? Mm. You know, does Keith Smith now become, do you put a fullback in the game and try and dig some of them linebackers out? You know, let's just, I, I, I can say, it, it, it might be back to go back to, hey, let's go back to running the football and let's go back to trying to be physical running the football. Maybe Keith Smith gives you a little of that. Or you said the other option is to go one back, three wide, and spread them out. Spread them out, yep. You yeah, can go 11 if, if they spread out with you. If they spread with See, you. See, and Denver didn't spread out with yeah. them. That was a problem. Yeah. First play of the game should be that waggle pass to one of those tight ends. Yep. To keep Tyron Matthew from cheating up there 
because he's exactly. usually at the line of scrimmage and he's getting real aggressive and he's supposed to be covering the tight end, but a lot of time he doesn't. Yep. Hey, that bothers me. Now, before we get to some of our awesome rankums. <laughs> oh, wait, you want me to show you what Kent, Kent Summers wasn't, couldn't join us, oh, but he yeah. sent me something. Now, just stay with me. He oh, no. broke if into you guys Bruce. are listening, I'll describe it to you. No, they're going to be able to see it, right? Oh, sound like fish wrap. He broke into Arian's office and got the blueprint it's on how to beat blueprint. the Cowboys. <laughs> it's right here. I've got the blueprint. Oh. He's had that blueprint on his desk. Does he need to turn in his resignation time. at the uh, Arizona yes, Republic? Yes, absolutely. Now? Wow. That's cool. That's pretty, actually pretty creative, Mickey. Because Denver, nice Denver sent the blueprint out. Mickey, you know what that would have been funny on cover four? Can you give us some of your creative ideas for well, next week? Well, you should have asked me. I yeah. always ask you. You didn't know how creative I was. We shout you out on cover four and <laughs> you never watch. You know how hard it was to find a blueprint in this building? Yeah. Where did you find that? I, I, Archives. It was sent to me. Was not sent. That in a hard hat. Hit Bob the Builder over there. Yeah, I got I got Ken in trouble now, right? <laughs> hey, oh, Ken. you sent him the blueprint. Yeah. Well, we didn't have Kent, but we can have you guys. The number's 214-872-2102. But before we get to callers, we have a couple tweets. And I thought this was a good one because this goes into what Rob says. He says, How about quick passes to Switzer and Beasley early in the game? Will that open up the offense a little bit? I don't uh, yeah. absolutely. And and to me, I think that I think that Beasley will be able to win against the Honey Badger mm -hmm. in this matchup. It's interesting you say that. I do you think mean it, yeah, really? I do. Unless you guys I do. I think that I think that I think the Honey Badger, the one thing he wants to do is he wants to get to the ball. He wants to tackle. That's the most important thing. I don't think coverage necessarily is the thing that he wants to do the most. So keep, I would keep an eye on Beasley in, in that matchup. Maybe some stuff early. I like the tweet right there. I have no problem yeah, with that. that was a good get one. him going. Get Dak Prescott going. Get back to that little bit of that rhythm where you get that six, seven yards a shot throwing him in the football and uh, you know maybe converting some third downs there. But, yeah, I, I'm okay with that. I'd like to see both of those guys on the field at the same time every now and then and just give a different look. Give, put, put both those guys in the slot and let them work in space. Yep. Honey Badger plays like the Jackrabbit. He likes to bite. Yeah, and so Refresh if you can double memory, who the Jackrabbit is? Norris Jenkins. Jenkins, who's out again this week, I think. Is he? Yeah, for the uh, Matthew likes to jump routes, and if you double move him, a shot, or you go to do little in and out pivots, uh, because on the interception he got, that was like the worst thrown ball decision I think I've ever seen in overtime. That first play that he intercepted, right? Because if he didn't intercept it, the linebacker was sure. going to intercept it. Sure. So. Uh, that that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm who with sent that. that tweet out? Dan Kittle. Way to go, Dan! Paying attention. Dan, a fan that's listening. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I like it. Now I had one more question. This is kind of a serious one. Unfortunately, you know, Brian used to travel with the team. Yeah. And now he's back here doing one for the two for the road. Two for the road. And pregame shows and whatnot. But you know, maybe Mickey and Rob can give me a little idea of what to expect. What if I told you blank will be the best food in the press box? Ooh. Oh, they have good food up there. That's what I sure heard do. from from Young that's Honey a book Broadus. You need, that's a book you need to write. That's right. Uh, my favorite road press box, by the way. Yep. See, that's why I told you guys. This is. It'll be. Either, you spend, it'll when be a, you spend Christmas somewhere like that. It's a carving station, isn't it's, it? It's uh, a carving station. Well, they team? have pretty good enchiladas, as I remembered. Yeah. Ooh, enchiladas, an unexpected answer there. And it, Italian pizza. You need to travel with Tay because Tay was not afraid to walk into Fox. Yeah, we hang out. Fox, when you, <laughs> she'll walk right into the Fox food line and just start 
like the, it's like the, having her tray. Wherever they used to get their pizza from, was their pizza's really, really good. good, and they have these like kettle chips with the seasoning. Yes. outstanding. Like sea salt. Yeah, kind of. Well, no. Before the fans completely tune us out, <laughs> let's get back to Andy in Oxnard. He's on the line. Andy, what's your question? Hey there, you guys. Been listening for years. I love what you guys do. Uh, my question is, do you think we'll be seeing less of Dak Prescott changing things at the line this week? No, I don't. I really don't. I mean, I don't, that, yeah, no. That, that, that's, that's, you know, him, he and him. He and Travis Frederick are responsible for the protection and setting the protection. If somebody gives you a different look that up front there, he thinks that he sees something. That, that's his job. I mean, he gets paid to, to make play – well, to, 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 to look at the defense, mm-hmm. change the play, get the team in the best play possible, and then execute the play. I think they, I think they had the opportunity on the, 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 the play side of it. I don't think the execution of it was very well. So, no, I don't think so. If they're, if they're going to load down the box, he's got to get a, a call out the other way. I think that's his responsibility. Got to get him into the right play. Absolutely. I like Andy's question. Now let's get to some fun rank them. Who right. won last week? Yeah, who won last week? I think we all lost. Yeah. Let's just say World we all lost. lost. Yeah. But Mickey won, of course, because he had Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, two sacks. A huh? couple tackles for losses. There you go. You're just the smartest man alive. Thank okay, you. go ahead. It's about time he all these the years pick first finally thing. got to that. Pick first. You can pick Lawrence. I told again. you I'm taking Lawrence. Okay. He's going up against Valdir. Valdir. Yeah. Valdir. I'm uh who do you got? I'm gonna. I'm going around the table. Hey, go, oh, go I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm Hold sorry. Hold on. Go to, go to Brian. Oh, you guys still oh, still thinking? I thought about this while I was driving in. So, You're such a good co-host. That's right. I, I knew this was. I'm going to go with this one, Jalen Smith. Ooh. And Jalen Smith is. And this is going to be. This is going to be a sidebar. Jalen Smith returning to the place where he was injured. I think he's going to have memories of you know what I, I I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to come off Clear this field. Eye view. I'm going to come off this field. I'm going to make a ton of plays. I'm going to make a ton of tackles. Tell me somebody hasn't asked him that question. I, I have not heard that question. I didn't even. I didn't realize that. it. That's yeah. Somebody it brought it up to me yesterday. I forgot about. It. He has not spoken this week, but it could yeah. come up. But that's that's the field with or which maybe he was, that's why he had he was spoken. he was hurt. And I, I have a feeling he's going to want to walk off that field. Feeling very proud about the way he played. So, and they, they he missed a couple tackles last week. I think he ended up with ten, but this is this is one of those games. Jalen Smith, go get you a bunch. I'll go with Malik Collins. I'm gonna say he gets two sacks in this game. Maybe D Law gets one, but Malik Collins is your. You sack like that leader. inside? You like the inside? I like the matchup. Now, if Epody plays, that helps Arizona out. But I, I think Malik's due for a big game. Yep. So Brian just reminded you guys that the Fiesta Bowl was, of course, in Arizona where Jalen Smith got hurt. I'm going to say the opposite. Ezekiel Elliott had his final college game there. He had a great game for Ohio State. Unfortunately, that's who Jalen Smith was tackling on the play that he was injured. Ezekiel Elliott, he's absolutely starving from only <laughs> the only minimal yards he had last week. So he has a big game this week. and like it. I think the Cowboys bounce back on Monday Night Football. We've seen them just do magical things on Monday Night Football. So Yeah, hopefully, like you say, they, they need to get back to the things that, that we've all known and loved about this team offensively is run the football, control passing, make plays, but also prevent the big plays. Show them, Mick. Yeah, prevent the big plays on defense. That's something that Arizona loves to do, the ball going down the field. Be careful of that. Just make sure you don't allow it to happen. Then we can rip up the blueprint. We can rip it up because we are back on Tuesday next week after the Cowboys come back from Monday Night Football. Stay tuned to the time, but 
Two for the road. Two for the road on Monday at noon. Monday at noon. It's your lunchtime treat. What number do we call, Brian? I'm not letting you know. <laughs> do not, please. Bye, Thank guys. you guys for joining us today. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,